Hi folks, this is Mike Callahan again. Welcome back. Uh, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Jeff Devereaux with the No Veteran Left Behind uh, organization. Again, to remind you the support that he's continuing to provide for this uh, program and um, to remind you to continue to uh, connect with him. He's, he's providing a great number of great services to, to our local veteran community. Today, I've got Eric Meyer uh, in the virtual studio. Eric, CEO of the EAM Consulting Group and Sandler Training. I had the opportunity to meet uh, Eric uh, when we were working on some training for students. The University of Michigan Dearborn went up to his uh, office in No, no, in Troy. Got to remember where he was at, and uh, got to meet him and, and some of the folks that he works with. And really thought that it'd be fun to have him on the on the podcast. I know he's got some great experiences and some great stories to tell and just a great uh, person and, and very upbeat and all. So I'd like to introduce you to Eric. And um, if, a, if we could, Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, a little bit about your background. Awesome. Mike, uh, so happy to be here with you too. Thanks for inviting me out today. Uh, you know, a little bit about uh, myself. Uh, got a young family, a uh, wife of 13 years now. Probably the thing I'm most proud of is, is that crew there. On the business front, uh, our company, EAM Consulting Group and Sandler Training, is celebrating its uh, 10th year in business. And so that'll be a cool thing. We're, uh, we're actually going to celebrate that next week. Uh, fun milestone. I got involved in, in all of this stuff uh, again about a decade back after a career in the mortgage banking financing world. And I uh, had an opportunity to work with a, a really fast-growing company that uh, recently just had an IPO, which was kind of cool to see. And during my time there, we, we spent uh, uh, just a, a ton of time helping people get onboarded, building and developing sales professionals. It became a passion of mine. And so that naturally transitioned when I decided to go out and start a business, that I would start a business that would do that, but do it for kind of a broader world than the world that I've worked in. So we work with companies all over the map to help them with sales challenges and business development and growth challenges. And we see some pretty consistent ones. You know, when you take products and services out of the mix, Mike, a lot of times it just comes down to humans trying to figure out if they like each other. And uh, a little bit of his science, a little bit of his art, and you just kind of mirror them together and produce a healthy outcome if you're doing it right. Uh, I love what you say about uh, do, doing the right things, and it really does come down to people and interactions and, and making connections. Also, congratulations on 10 years. It, there's not a lot, a lot of businesses that don't make it that far. Not, not Thank long. you. So that's, 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 really, that's really a testament to, to the work that you've been doing. So congratulations. Thank you. So when you talk about sales and making connections and, and all, what, what thoughts do you have? Remember, our audience is uh, predominantly U.S. veterans and returning citizens. Uh, people making a transition back into a civilian life, into a into an environment that's different than where they are coming from. What uh, what thoughts do you have? What suggestions do you have that could help people make that transition more effective? Absolutely. Um, you know, just some opinions, ideas, thoughts, suggestions on my side. You know, knowing what I do and and what I operate in in that environment is sales and business development. So I see some pretty common challenges, I think, around the idea of sales and business development. So if there's a thought process that hopefully can translate and help, it's that everyone, regardless of their position or their title or what they do for work, uh, should look at themselves to some degree as a salesperson. Uh, if they're running a company, they're a salesperson first, right? If they're a, a technical resource, uh, but they can help clients that they're in front of buy products and services that will help their world, they're a salesperson. And if they want to get hired, 
and they want to get a great job, they've got to be a salesperson in the interview. So it, it may not have ever been described to them that way. And I hope thinking about it like that helps everyone uh, remember or understand that selling, even if it's not going to end up being your profession, is something that you have to do every day if you want people to agree with where you want to go in the world. You know, I think a lot of people have an association of, well, salesman, the, the used car salesman who's trying to get me to buy something that I don't want to buy. I don't want to beat up on used car salesmen, but somebody that's trying to get me to buy something that I don't want to buy. You know, we get so many phone calls, uh, robocalls and stuff these days yep. of people, high pressure sales tactics. And I don't, that's not what you're talking about. You're talking no. about a, a different perspective, right? Absolutely. I, I think one of the core philosophies that we have is, you know, being comfortable with the idea of no. Um, and I, I love that you described what you described there, Mike, because that's probably one of the biggest challenges with the idea of sales is it's still kind of pictured like that used car person sitting on a, a lot with a plaid jacket chomping on a cigar, right? Right. Uh, and it's a little antiquated, although I know there are still some of them out there, but we, we think about that, right? And you know, the problem is that uh, when it comes to selling, too often people are trying to figure out how to get yeses out of someone that doesn't want to tell them yes. And it's at the expense of relationships and really hearing the conversation for what the truth is, which you know, more often than not, it's actually no. So one of the things that we always encourage our clients to learn and a, and a core philosophy of what we teach for professional selling might sound contrarian, but it's not about how you get more yeses. It's how you learn to understand what the word no means and see it for what it is. Could you expand on that a little bit more? They, they, if no, that to me would be, I'm trying to sell you something. You say, no, I say, okay, bye, see ya. And I don't think <laughs> that's what, you're, what, you, what you mean. Yeah, not quite that far, right? We want to be able to stay in the fight a little longer, but uh, you know, to really be able to see it for the truth. So I always think there's four healthy outcomes to a sales conversation. One of them is a yes. You know, that's great because it works out for both parties and there's a win there. Uh, but just as often, again, you know, the right choice might be that it is a no. It's not the right time. They don't really have a problem. You can help them solve and fix. They're not really prepared to become a buyer. And so in those cases, you know, trying to get a yes just puts unnecessary pressure on everyone. Being able to comfortably hear a no there is the best thing to do for that relationship moving forward. And if we can't get to yeses or noes, being able to at least create clear next steps so we can continue to progress towards eventually a yes or a no. And then, you know, the last one, if we've had a good conversation, healthy dialogue, whether it was yes, no, or clear steps, we can ask for additional introductions and referrals. Any one of those four, good, healthy outcome. Um, we like yeses. I like yeses. You like yeses, Mike. Everyone's going to like yeses. But when it can't be that, you know, be comfortable with the now and understand that we might just have to work on the relationship. Well, and it's all about the relationship. And that's, yep. that's, that's the key thing here, uh, that you, a relationship can open so many other doors and, and new possibilities with that person or with yep. somebody else um, down the road. So keep your options open. And it, it's not about getting somebody to buy something that they don't want. It's, yep. it's, it's working, building, building that relationship. So important in, in the job search, so important and trying to figure out what you want to do because that's yep. a that's a sales kind of thing when you're going out and talking to doing informational interviews and listening to people would that fit for me or and that sort of thing so it's really a, a guiding philosophy it's, that's pretty powerful absolutely um what's what's the what's the number one and we you may have already hit it on this but what's the number one challenge that people have to overcome is it that getting to know or accepting no or I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what, what do you think with the top challenges or challenges are for people in sales? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think one of the things that we run into pretty frequently is that uh, they look oftentimes, they're looking for the right words, Mike. And what we help them understand is that, you know, they know what the words are. 
And in most cases, they can actually use healthy selling techniques when they're comfortable with the person that they're talking to, even if they've never captured that before. So I think the bigger challenge is, you know, we go back into belief systems and start to dig into things like attitude. You know, how do they feel about themselves conceptually? What do they see when they look in the mirror? Who do they picture themselves as today and who do they think they should become or who are they capable of becoming? And, you know, if I could recommend or suggest any one thing for the, the audience that might be listening to this is that you really focus in on those belief systems. Ultimately, your belief systems will drive the action that you take. So if you don't think that you're ready to talk to someone, you know, the action step you take is you don't reach out. If your belief is you don't think you're able to ask for a certain amount of income, then the action step is you don't, right? So always going back into thinking about what those are and as, as healthy as that exercise can be, reframe them to what you want them to be. It doesn't have to be what's true for you today. You know, you can make it what you want it to be for your tomorrow. Yeah, you're really in control is, is the theme there. And if you're not ready, you're not ready, but you're in control. It's your choice. And, and really take, do that self-reflection and understand where, where, you're, where you're at and where you stand. Absolutely. That's, that's a real uh, important, super important concept. Um, any other thoughts that you have? Any other uh, suggestions or ideas? One of the things I'm going to ask, and I assume we can do this, is put uh, any links uh, to either information about Sandler or information about any resources that you think would be beneficial. We can put those on the, on the podcast too. But Absolutely. Any other um, thoughts and challenges that you, that you think uh, would be appropriate to talk about? You know, one of the things that, uh, uh, that I find always ends up working better for people that have this kind of belief system, I go back to that, is that selling is, isn't a bad thing. Selling actually makes the world work. If people stop selling, then, you know, production is almost unnecessary. Now, things have to be purchased so that everything can start moving forward. Sales is a noble profession, right? And so the more they can start to learn about that and treat it that way, I find people can really have a healthy experience in the profession of selling. So one of the things I'd love to be able to offer uh, to anyone that wants to download it is a link to a program that we call Sell, S-E-L-L. -L. Uh, it's an online resource tool. There's a library full of content in it. If they download it, they've got access to it and they can use that podcast, listen to some other things, good messaging in there. And you know, really to just become a student of, uh, of sales, uh, read everything you can find. There are so many good books, so many different methodologies. Find the one that resonates with you, right? Find the one that allows you to speak with your truth, but using a framework that seems to make the most sense for how you want to approach your audience. Wow, that's great stuff. That, I, I'm really inspired listening to you, like always, every time we've talked. And I, that's why I'm interviewing you, because I enjoy listening to, to what you have to share. That's great Thank stuff. You, Mike. And I love what you're saying about it being a noble profession. I mean, it, it is crucial. It's critical. It is not that used car salesman. It's not a bad thing. It's yep. crucial. To our economy and and uh, and and to make it make all these wheels uh, turn. So mm -hmm. great stuff. Well, listen, um, we don't want to take any more of your time. I appreciate you spending a little time with us today. Thank you, thank you very much. Any final any final thoughts you want to share before we sign off? Oh, let's see. I don't know. I, I think I feel like I said some decent stuff. I don't want to screw it up now, Mike. Okay, then let's I'll... leave it at that because you did say <laughs> some some great stuff. I just sometimes something pops up. You say, "Gee, I want to say one more thing," but I think you I, covered. I, I... And I, I, again, a, great, a gracious thank you. All right. Thank you very much for having me on. I hope that's helpful for those that listen. Well, I hope so too. And uh, again, thank you very much. Uh, look forward to continuing to stay in touch with you. And good luck as we get through this uh, COVID 19. Thank awesome, you. Mike. Same to you. Bye.